Love the hair. You got great flow going right now, Big Ben. Thank you, sir. This is uh this is a full day of um schmoozing and uh convolution, if you want to call it that. <laughs> it's been a long day at work, but I'm here. I'm ready for the West Coast swing. It was a long weekend of sports. Welcome to Big Ben and K Win on NoFilter.net. Each week we come to you live, but this week we're coming twice. Monday and then Saturday, because the NBA playoffs start, we're going to get you live, nofilter.net, Big Ben and K-Win. I'm K-Win, he's Big Ben, and this is the West Coast Swing. What are we, everything in and around the West Coast, baseball's picked up, the Masters, Scotty Scheffler's from Texas, but that's okay, we can discuss that. Uh, NBA playoffs, like you said, LeBron just mailed it in. What else are we going to discuss? Here's my hot take. Fresh off the press. No one knows about this. I've been holding on to this all day. I'm at LAX, flying out. Look to my left. It's Jimmy G by himself flying commercial. And if you look in front of me and Jimmy G, there's four gates, four opportunities for Jimmy G to board that flight. We have Oakland, where I'm going. Don't see my parents. We have Atlanta. We have Tennessee, and we have Seattle. All teams who, hypothetically, you could say, could need or want to trade for a quarterback. Jimmy G goes into door number. Atlanta. Falcons, there's my hot take. Two weeks before the draft, either checking out the shoulder, the Niners are trading for a third or fourth round pick for Jimmy G. So, <clears throat> real quick, is that an upgrade over Matty Ice? Well, they signed Mariota. Matty Ice is in Baltimore or Indy. I know that. I know that. I'm saying I, if, <clears throat> if you're looking to improve at the position, excuse me, again, long day at the, at the office. <laughs> is it is Jimmy Garoppolo any better than Matty Ice? He's worse. So what are you doing if you're the Falcons? You're hedging that Mario. What is who starts at that point? At that point, it's dual system. You're you're rebuilding. You're not going to win with Mariota. Let's be honest. It's Oregon so, under Chip Kelly or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Chip did awful in the NFL. <laughs> Dan Quinn's out. Chip, you're in. My Big other hot take Mariota. is Jimmy could just be dating a porn star in Atlanta, and that's why he's coming. <laughs> Very rarely do I hear you say anything derogatory about anyone, but you throw shade at Jimmy G just because he's ruined your Niners and never brought you a Super Bowl. Well done, k Wood. Well Thank done. Can, can we talk Masters? Let's get into it. Okay, so going into the Masters, we have a little draft, four okay. of us. So it's me, Hodges, Grover, Wheezy. You got to pick an American, an international guy, a first-timer, uh, past champion, and I think there's one other. You got to pick five. I did zero to no, nil, no research. Okay. Had, these guys don't have kids or, you know, kids under the age of one, I guess. So I go through Bubba Watson. Let me see who else I pick. 
got Bubba Watson. There was like kind of some hymns and hahs. Okay, what is this guy doing? Who had like the first pick? Walk me through like the draft order. Okay, so so Jeff was the oldest. So he yeah. takes he takes Speeth. Grove takes DJ. I take Bubba as my past champion. Cameron or Weez takes Cam Smith, who we thought had it pretty much in the bag for the first two days. Jeff also takes JT, Grover takes Rom, I take Gooch for my first timer, Weez takes Sam Burns, and then third round, Grove takes Joaquin Ninum, Ninum, Ninum. I take Scotty Shuffler, Weez Bingo. And here's what it, it comes down to. So the next three, I'll just, I'll cut to the chase. It came down to Weez and I. He's got Cam Smith, Sam Burns, Rory. Uh, Morikawa and Adam Scott. And it comes down to total uh, winnings, earnings of your team for the tournament. So even though I had, I think, uh, no one got cut on my on my squad. So I had everyone in the money. I ended up winning by $100,000. So my squad, Taylor Gooch won it for me, but Scotty Scheffler carried me to a championship. I, I, I feel wonderful about it because honestly I, I'm the guy that put in zero effort and ended up winning. So now is that I, I got the master's involved or is it just bragging rights? No, I got a I got fifty bucks from each of them. Alright. It it took it took me asking, thanking do you ever do this? Do you ever thank when it's like a bed big betting, you know, you're in a text thread, you bet. Do you ever thank the first person to pay you as a way to passive aggressively tell others to pay you? Yeah. Or a lot of what my friends do, because I don't have an iPhone, which everyone knows, including you, they just they keep liking like the I paid you text. <laughs> they emphasize it. They love it. So everyone else gets the message that they need to pay. Rent is due. The real question, did you watch the Masters? I watched Sunday. I was at a bocce tournament up in the Bay Area, and I watched your boy, Jeffler. What's his name? I don't even watch golf. Whoever who won it, I watched him on hole 12, 13, and 14 on the final day. Scotty Shefford, yes. Went to UT, lights out. He's won four tournaments already this year, and there's only been like eight total. He's ranked number one in the world, right? World, yes, absolutely. Phenomenal. He he may break some of Tiger's records this season. We'll, we'll get a personal interview, bring him on. Bring him on. I think, it's, uh, I think his wife's from the West Coast. I want to talk uh, a little tell baseball. Tell me about Bocce. Hold on. Pause. Bocce. Bocce. Okay. How'd you do? We're up in the Bay Area, 19-4 life. Kevin Franson, good friend of the show. Uh, it's a charity event to support his brother who passed away at a young age with cancer. So we're up there celebrating his life, getting together, contributing to the foundation. And we feel the team of four. And so there are six brackets. Each bracket has four teams. And so you have to come in at least first or second place to get out of your bracket in the round robin. Round robin, round robin, four games. We start out, win game one. Lose game two. Win game three. So we're going into the fourth game. We have a two and one record. The team we beat was three and one. So we know they're going to advance. The team that beat us was... Two and one. They had to play. So we had to either win or hope that they lose. 
So we go in against the team who hasn't won a game in our bracket, and we lose. Oh, we're out! We're out! Why did yeah. you lose? What strategy did you have? What strategy did you take? So there's... mine's almost hit the pelota to the back of the wall and then surround it. That was always my thing. Long ball. Long ball. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I got short game, short ball, like barely over the line. You got a little <laughs> finesse and touch. Here's the problem. There was four outdoor courts, four indoor courts. You know how Peyton Manning only won inside? He couldn't win on the road in the playoffs? We were the reverse Peyton. We couldn't win indoors. Outdoors, the courts were slick and they played fast. Indoors, it was like a whole different ball game. Both of the games we lost were indoors. And when it came to matter, we were indoors. And the balls were just, we couldn't control them. We just lost. <laughs> right? I, I don't even have an excuse. We came, it came down to the last roll. So we had, we had three balls that were close. And then the competitor had one ball that was closer. So we tried to blow it up. And so my buddy Ryan tried to blow it up to hit their ball away. So we got four points and then we would have tied them. But we couldn't pull Strategy off. didn't. Hmm. Tough. Who ended up winning? I don't know. We left after we lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know who the real winner on this podcast is? Our new favorite player. So we'll talk a little baseball. Start out in the NL West. Pods are three and one. That's why I'm wearing my pods hat. Giants are two and one. Beat the Marlins. Dodgers one and two. Diamondbacks scuff them a little bit. And everyone thinks I'm a Fairweather fan. So they would think naturally I gravitate to Freddie Freeman. They signed him away from the Braves, $100 million. But no, my favorite player, your favorite player is Seth Beer. That's right, B-E-R, Arizona Diamondbacks. Six-foot rookie, plays a little outfield, plays first base. But here's why we love him. Last year, he got called up in September against your M's. First major league at bat, home run. This year, what is it? I do remember that. It's the reason we didn't make the playoffs. Seth Beers is synonymous with uh, the reason the streak has been extended for the Mariners. I love him even more now. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's a lie. That's not true. But this year, opening day, a walk-off. Three-run home run against the Pots. But this is why I love him, because there's so much potential around this name. Every time he hits a home run, beer pong. Beer me. Beer's on the house. Nickname's unlimited. So what do the Diamondbacks do the day after he hits the home run? So we hit it on the 7th. On the 8th, it was National Beer Day. So the first 10,000 fans at Chase Field, over 21, got a free course light. Seth Beer, anytime you want to come on this podcast, you are welcome. (laughs) I did see that. And he, the guy, to talk about delivering in clutch moments, I bet you he's the best beer pong player anyone you've, you've ever seen. He'll clear a rack in, in one throw. Uh, Seth Beers, you're right. Isn't there another Beers in the MLB? I feel like there's a Beers Beers. we got to look that up. There's, a, there's a Kettle. Is he still on the Diamondbacks? Kettle and Beer? <laughs> what a tandem. I, wish they're, I hope they're double play partners. <laughs> Kettle Martini. He played for the uh, Marte. He played for the Mariners for a bit. He's an MVP candidate in some some circles this year. 
You think can, can we talk about the Mariners? Two and one. Yeah, let's talk about the M's. Two and one. Uh, so far, Hanniger's on pace for 600 home runs. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, who was called up or I guess started on the 40 man, got his first double, uh, first hit of the MLB season or his career, excuse me. And um, we're above 500. If the uh, season ended today, we'd be in the playoffs, I think. So playoff tracker, we're, we're on track. Mariners are on track for the playoffs. So the A's are rebuilding. The Angels always get hurt and have no pitching. So there is a shot that the Mariners could sneak in. The Astros are still good, unfortunately. Maybe they found a new way to cheat. But the Astros are good. I think this could be the year. I'm not going to guarantee it. I'm not going to even say those words because we don't want the K-Win jinx to be bestowed upon the Mariners. But I think they look good early. We have renewed our season tickets with the Maddens. Okay. Kennedy, I, I, I'm convinced that Kennedy is a lucky charm. First year, my hope is she she witnesses playoff baseball at least in year one so that I won't have to pay for a ticket because you don't have to pay for a ticket if your kid's under two. So I could take her for essentially free and she could see a playoff game this year. That is my goal. That was even my question. What's the rule on like traveling airlines? Is it under two as well? Yeah, it's under two. As long as she can fit in your lap. And I think we'll, she'll be able to fit in my lap until she's like five, six. So we'll keep that thing going. What are you going to do with the helmet nachos if Kennedy's in your lap? <laughs> that I got to solve for. That I have to solve for. We'll figure that out. Speaking of AL, they have the universal DH now, which is also called the Shohei Otani rule. Because last year, if you followed baseball closely, if he pitched and hit and then went out of the game, they lost him as a hitter. So now it's universal DH. So when he pitches, they take him out. He can still stay in and DH. There's DH in the American and National League. So it's no longer the universal DH. It's the Shohei Otani rule. He is so big time. They make rules after him. That is, I'm trying to think if there's anything equivalent across any other sport. I don't think there is. Now, no, no, I got one because James Harden started traveling with the step back and they didn't call it. Very true. Very, very true. Okay. You win that one. Um, Some could say the tuck rule with Tom Brady, but that's (laughs) nonsense. (laughs) I don't think that's that's, uh, as similar. Um, do the Angels actually impress this year? Are they are they are they going to underwhelm again? Just do their horrendous pitching. They have your buddy Thor Noah Syndergaard from the Mets. He is coming off arm injury. He's their number three pitcher. But besides that, I don't think they have an all around team. They got Atani. They got Trout. They got Rendon. But here is going to be the difference maker. Jared Walsh. That's why they got rid of Pujols. He's a first baseman, hit like 20-something homers last year. He's in year four of his contract. They also have Joe Adele. But I don't think they have enough pitching, bullpen, or defensive help. I think they're just going to meander around 500. And in this day and age, everyone looks like they're in it because there's 19 teams that make it now in the wild card. So to answer your question, 
They do not make the playoffs again. And then the question, the burning question, what do you do with Mike Trout? Do you keep him or do you get rid of him? I don't think you can make that decision, right? I think that's more in Mike Trout's part. Does he want to bail and just blow it up? I mean, at some point. He's only been in the playoffs once. I know. I know. And your legacy, I mean, are you going to be the best to never play, like, you know, play in a series? I don't know. That's um, going to be a tough one. Now, yeah, I think this is the year make or break it for him. He is a behind-the-scenes guy, but you got to imagine he's got to want to win. Shit, you can win in Tampa Bay before you can win in Anaheim. Make or break. What else you got for me? We got NBA playoffs. Warriors clinched the three seed. Your boy Clay Thompson yesterday? I was in the Bay. I got all my info. Clay came into the game yesterday averaging 19 points. You think he needed like 27 or 28 points to cross the threshold of 20 points per game this year? He went out and scored. Don't fact check me, but I think he had like 42 points. He coming back, missing two years of injury, comes back to the NBA averaging 20 points. That is very impressive. What is more impressive is, is his last five games, he's averaging over 25 points. He's clicking. Jordan Poole's clicking. Steph Curry supposedly will be back this week. But it's going to come down to defense. Because if you watch the Warriors this year, sometimes they care and play defense. Sometimes they don't. So they've got to play defense. They've got to sustain that defense, especially against the Joker. So my question to you, Big Ben, the Joker averages all these points, all these rebounds, all these assists with all these nobodies. Do you let Joker get his, play him single coverage, say go for 44, we're going to lock up, we're not going to let anyone else score. We're going to stay on your shooters. Or do you double team him and force these others to beat you? What do you do? Well, when I think your others, MPJ is out, right? Yes. He's going to be out for that series along with um, Murray. Jamal Murray's out. So, I mean, who are the others in this equation? Like, Austin Rivers, Will Barton. I think we just answered that question right there. I would double team the crap out of him. I would not let him, either I'm denying him the ball or getting him in a position. So listen, I'm, here's my defense. I'm denying him the ball anywhere uh, below the free throw line. That kind of goes without saying, but within the block area, anywhere where he can post up, deny. Let him have the ball elsewhere. And then, yeah, run a double team at him, get the ball out of his hands, and see what Will Barton can do. When's the last time Will Barton averaged 20 a game? I'm going to play devil's advocate just because we can't agree. I'm going to say single coverage because if you look at this year, everyone doubled them. And if you're an NBA player, you can hit wide open shots. If they double team you, someone's got to be open on the swing pass. And even if you are Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, I don't know anyone else on their team, but they can hit open shots. I'm saying single coverage, they can't create their own shots without Jokic. He is the difference maker. Okay, that's a fair argument. That is a fair argument. We'll see how the nugs come along. But we are going to watch some NBA on Saturday, correct? You're on yeah, the here's, here's the question. It starts at 10. 
not a West Coast team. So we could start the first game and watch 20 minutes, or we can wait until the Warriors come on at 5.30. I don't know Kennedy's nap time, so I'll defer to you. Oh, Kennedy. We could do a – jeez. Let me go check the schedule. It's, we'll, we'll figure it out. 5.30? 5.30 Warriors. I think 10 o'clock, it's Mavs. Let's go 5.30. 5.30 it is. Big Ben and K. Winch. we wrap this show up? Let's go. I got to go. This no, let's go. podcast okay. is sponsored by whoever does Ben's hair. Great flow. Looking good today. And as always, you can download, subscribe, and follow our podcast anywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, many, many more. If you want to see us live, nofilter.net. Once a week, except this week, we're coming twice. So tune in. 5.30 Saturday, and at WST underscore podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Boom. You look good, by the way. That hat and coordinated well today. Well done. I've been waiting for baseball season just to break this down. Still need to get Tatis' hair, though. Yes. I'll talk to you. Later.